Welcome to another episode of Dumb Gay Friends. I'm Hayden. And I'm Ashley. And today we're going to talk about school. Um, Kind of what it was like for us to grow up um, in a... Well, you went to a Lutheran school. I did not. I went to a Catholic school. Yeah, religious yeah, school. Religious school. And I went to a Lutheran school in grade school. And then you went to public high school, correct? For my last two years, yes. Okay, yeah, because I went to public high school. Um, yeah, we're going to talk about what that was like as gay millennials. I mean, technically, I guess we were still millennials. <laughs> yeah, just... Even just, as child, we were child, child millennials. millennials. <laughs> <laughs> Both in uh, public education and in... Uh, Private. Private, religious yeah. not so greatness. Yeah, something like that. So, Ashley, how about you? How was your... Oh, we're going to go with me? Catholic <laughs> experience. Okay, um, so let me start with the trigger warning. Um, because I will be talking about, like, self-harm. So there's that. <laughs> but let me just set up the, like, the full, like, visual for you. Okay? Okay. I was a huge tomboy, like huge tomboy, like short hair, like I just, I just had the face and like the resting bitch face. I've always had that, by the way. I was going to say, you still got that. Yeah, so it's still there. (laughs) But I went to a Catholic elementary school slash middle school. It was like K through eighth. And um, like we, it was one of those schools where you all enter kindergarten and you all graduate eighth grade. Yeah, that's how mine was. Like, it's you're just with the same people for eight fucking years of your life. Yeah. Some cases it's ten. I mean, if you're pre-K and kindergarten. I mean, that's true. Because that's what I yeah. was, pre-K and kindergarten. Well, we didn't have... Well, I mean, we had a preschool, like, attached to the school. Yeah. But not everybody went to that preschool, so... Yeah. I guess you could give it ten years. But everything was good. I had, through my whole career, I've had two nuns and a monk be my teacher oh okay i guess that's what the catholic experience is yeah i uh, i didn't know there were catholic monks though i don't think it's a monk i think he's called a brother like oh okay that yeah, makes sense, yeah yeah but he's like later on in my school career so k through eighth um, is this little school in in southern ohio and i had a great time until about sixth seventh grade well okay well let's start here in fourth grade was nine eleven? <clears throat> oh yeah. I don't. Mm-hmm. I don't remember if you, like, I remember exactly where I was, what I was doing, and everything. So that happened in our elementary career, and then I was a wrestler. I don't know if you know this, but I was a big wrestler. I started wrestling in first grade and wrestled up until sophomore year in high school. Yeah, I vaguely remember that. But beginning of like seventh or eighth grade, I had there was this group of girls. And this is when AIM was big, like the online. Oh, AIM, I love it. Yeah, AIM. yeah. So there was this group of girls that pretended to be another wrestler and reach out to me and was trying, it was pretty much trying to make me come out in oh. sixth grade. Love that. Um, and they like bullied me and saying, <clears throat> well, yeah, I, I think I do like girls. Mm-hmm. Which, obviously, I do, but yeah. in sixth grade, I had no fucking idea what that meant. Right, I had and trying no to force idea. it out of somebody is not great. And so, you know, I told them, I was like, yeah, maybe I do, maybe I don't, whatever, I don't really know. Well, the next day at school, I remember so vaguely because we were, like, the top of, like, so eighth grade, seventh, eighth grade, we all sat in a little, like, back section of the cafeteria. Yeah. Like, the older kids or whatever. 
And I remember sitting there and the three girls that I was talking to just staring at me. Because I didn't sit with the girls. I sat with the boys. Yeah. That's who I was friends with. And um, they just stared at me the whole time. Like I was just some kind of like weird freak. And it was just, it was so heartbreaking. And then finally in eighth grade, because we were such a small school, eighth grade, we took a whole field trip to the zoo. Like a whole school field trip. So it was like... First grade through eighth grade, we all went to this trip. And uh, I remember writing my parents a note telling them that I was bisexual and that this is what I wanted and this is how I felt and all this other stuff. Yeah. So in eighth grade, I did come out to my parents um, at the zoo. It's like my favorite story to tell because like who comes out <laughs> at the zoo, right? Um, but like this whole entire time, I was trying to process who I was, but then deal with the bullies that came with it. Right. And like I said, you're, you've been with these people for eight years. You think that they're your friends and that mm-hmm. you can trust them with something like this. But it was like I came out and people were just like so mean, yeah. like so mean. Yeah. And it was just like I felt like an, an oddity. Like I felt like I was the odd man out and it sucked really right. bad. And the only thing that I felt that I had control over was cutting. And because I was getting bullied every day, and because, you know, my dad, I'm not bullying my dad at all, let me tell you, like, my dad was a really good man. But he grew up Catholic. He grew up, you know, we go to church every Sunday, you know, this, this, and this, and this. Yeah. So when I came out to him, it, like, broke his heart. Yeah. You know, he didn't, he went through this whole stage where he's never going to see his daughter in in a wedding dress, or... Like, he's never going to get grandchildren, like, kind of thing, which I think yeah. all parents go through. Yeah. Especially, especially they... like, during our ages. Like, yeah. our millennials, they're, like, they didn't really understand that we could love more than just one, you know, the opposite sex. Yeah. So, I, like, my parents were, like, disappointed, and, like, I was losing my friends left and right, and so literally the only thing I had was cutting. And that's what I did until almost senior year in high school. Wow. I don't know if I knew that you did that that long. Yeah. it's uh, And like I said, it's the only thing I had control over. Right. And even even in high school, it was still hard to be... Because I still wrestled until sophomore year when I was injured. So I was still fighting those stereotypes of being a girl, one, who wrestled, and then being a girl who, two, liked other girls. Right. And I wasn't the typical girl. Like, I had short hair. You know, like, I... I talk like this, like, I I like staring at girls. I know that sounds bad, but, like, I'm attracted to girls. Of course I'm going to look at you. I mean, straight men stare at women constantly. Thank so. you. I mean, and I stare at the straight men, so. You know, like, everybody. Get them back a little bit. Everybody is, like, how, how, like guilty of catcalling someone. Like, you can't tell me you've never catcalled someone. I have never catcalled You probably anybody. haven't, because you're very, <laughs> you're very shy. Yeah. But. I sit in the privacy of my own car and say, hello. Right, as they walk by, you're like, yeah. <laughs> they walk by or drive by or whatever they're doing, I just say, hello. Right. That's, I don't talk to them. But yeah, I mean, and then I went to a Catholic high school until sophomore year. And that was, it got a little easier. But that's because different people came into that high school. Yeah. It wasn't the same people I've known for eight, nine years. It yeah. was different people coming in. And I think in high school, people are starting to open up about who they are. Right. And like just in general becoming more open to other people and other ideas it's you know a little bit nicer of a place to be sure 
Okay, maybe not. Well, you know, people are always like, I would go back and live my high school years. Oh, I, I never no, would. No, absolutely, absolutely not. not. I hated it. Yeah, I wouldn't say I hated it. I think I nothinged it. Like You just completely blocked it out. Like. I blocked out a lot of it because like, I just didn't, I didn't want to be there necessarily. I And it's more, not necessarily the social aspect of it. I just personally am not a fan of organized education. I don't like it. It's why I failed out of college. Like I don't. I don't have, I don't want to have anything to do with it. Yeah. But, um. No, I, I hated high school. I would never, ever go back to high school. Did you participate in anything in high school? Um, freshman and sophomore year, yes. And then, um, the end of sophomore year, we moved up here. Okay. And I didn't want to be here. Yeah. I did not want to be here. My whole entire family was down south. Right. Um, and we just, it was kind of, I felt, I felt blindsided. Right. Because I think instead of my parents telling me what was going on, they were just making decisions. Yeah. Because they were the parents. Right. Which, I, as a parent now, I understand. Mm-hmm. But as a kid back then, if they would have been like, hey, we need to do this right. for this for, reason. For X, Y, and Z. Right. I may have been a little bit more understanding. But I don't know. It was just, I didn't yeah. want to be there. I skipped class my whole junior year. Like, I don't even know how oh I made it. Oh, my God. It. I don't know how you got away with that. I don't even know how maybe, I made it to junior, to like senior year, honestly. I was, just, I was just so angry to be there. Yeah. Well, yeah, and you have that whole other aspect of like, you literally left all your friends and family. Yeah, and That's moved to like four great. hours away. Yeah. And knew no one right. junior year of high school. I mean, I will say I went into high school knowing one person because I went from private school to public school and I was one of one other person from my grade who went to a public school. Yeah. Everybody else went on to a, a, another Lutheran high school and I, I kind of wanted to just because a lot of my friends were going there, but yeah. now I'm really glad I didn't because I would have probably wreaked havoc on that Oh, I'm school. sure. <laughs> I'm sure. And I, I mean, think... I think, like you said, I think in high school, people come more vocal mm-hmm. about their opinions and how they feel. Yeah. So freshman and, and sophomore year, I was an ass. Yeah. Especially in religion class. Because oh, it was yeah, required. I, it was required to have a religion class. Well, yeah. I mean, if you're going to a and Catholic school, you got to have it. I, I thought guess, that was dumb. But... I thought that was the worst thing in the world. Yeah. But like, honestly, so the monk or the brother or whatever, whatever he's called. Yeah. He was my sophomore year teacher religion teacher Mm -hmm. and i remember sitting in class and him telling me that animals do not have souls i cannot believe people and i i just kind of looked at him and i said you're telling me that when i die all of the animals that that have gone before me are not going to be there yeah he's like no they don't have souls and i said oh my god everything has a soul (laughs) right like i don't like the ant on the sidewalk has a soul absolutely like they have their the own little have souls. right like like I, like I would even go as far as to say as like bodies of water have souls like, like there's energy behind everything yes. that lives and breathes and he was like no they're not going to be there and i just remember debating this guy for like 30 minutes about why my dogs were going to be there because they had yeah. souls right and now I'm just like, I don't even know if heaven is a real thing. Oh, I have no idea. I mean, that was brainwashed into us since we were oh, in kindergarten. Oh, yeah, 100%. Like, there's heaven and there's hell and there's purgatory and, you know, you have to do this, this, and this to get into heaven. Yeah. Well, no, I, you don't. I feel like yours was probably a lot more detail-oriented because it was Catholic Catholicism and I went to Lutheran school and it was just kind of like, 
rainbows and butterflies and like happiness and sunshine but like the minute you did something that like they didn't like or didn't want you to do you were like shunned or like you were told that you were wrong or you were bad or you were evil or you're gonna go to hell which i'm sure they told you in catholic school too but like for people who preach acceptance and love to be so hateful to people just because they don't think the same way so hateful it's ridiculous and i think that's why i I don't want to say I enjoyed high school, but I high school to me was a breath of fresh air because it was public school. There was no religion being forced upon anybody, and it was just so nice. It was. It was. I remember when I went to the public school my junior year, it was such a culture shock. Mm-hmm. Like, it was such a culture shock because yeah. the last 11 years of my life, I've been in a private school setting where there yeah. hasn't been more than 20 people in my class. Yeah. And it was always, yes, ma'am, no, ma'am, mm-hmm. yes, sir, no, sir. It was very all very polite. Yeah. And I remember sitting in chemistry class, and I don't know what happened, but this teacher was the worst J- junior year. Like, I didn't learn anything in chemistry class. Like, <laughs> I couldn't even... Does everybody have that? Because my first chemistry teacher was literally the worst. Like, uh, I, th- I even think we called her, like, Da Bitch. Da Bitch. Because, like, <laughs> she had this weird last name, and we just called her Da Bitch because, like, we didn't learn anything. Yeah. But anyways, I don't know what happened, but she was, like, teaching this class, and she was, like, trying to reprimand a classmate, and he just went off on her. Like, cussed her out, chewed her out in the middle Mm -hmm. of class, and I'm sitting there going, oh, my God. Like, if I came home and my parents found out about that, I would have got my ass beat. Yeah. No ifs, ands, or buts. Like, I would have got a belt and been sent to my room. See, I was I never had a belt in my house. I was I was a definitely definitely oh I had a belt. My parents, um, well they would say at least my mother resorted more to, um, she called it uh, living the Amish life, where she would take away every electronic device I owned, cell phone, computer, television. I wasn't allowed to watch TV with anybody in the living room. Like the TV, if I had one in my bedroom, was taken out of my bedroom. That's how my mother handled everything. I think I think parenting is a whole other episode though. <laughs> yeah we can talk about our childhood traumas later yeah well honestly i feel like i got more trauma from my grade school experience because even like when i went to i had like three or four therapy sessions before i couldn't afford it anymore like i was starting to realize like holy shit that school fucked me up yeah like it it was degrading like you were treated like i get that we were kids and like we were supposed to be you know reprimanded for things but like the fact that we were given detentions because we forgot to put a belt on or, oh, yeah. like, Demerits. not wearing a tie yeah. or... Uniforms, man. Like, and we didn't have uniforms. We just had a very strict dress code. Oh, and I had a uniform. Yeah. All the way until sophomore year. Yeah. have a uniform. But, like, no, I got constant, like, detentions. He left, like, almost every single week because I forgot to put a belt on. And I just remember the principal telling me, oh, this is your fault. You're doing this intentionally on purpose because you're a bad kid. Like, I, and I don't want to try and blame my parents and say, well, they should have been checking to see if I had a belt on. But, like, what does having a belt on have anything to do with an education? Nothing. That was nothing. the biggest distraction from learning a single thing was just being petrified that you were going to be picked apart for what you had on your body. Right. Like... I remember so many more things that I learned in high school and so many experiences I had in high school over what I learned in private school. And I get that, like, my private school was grade school, 
so I was younger, but I still, like, the only things I remember from then is, like, being yelled at by the principal in eighth grade when we were doing the presidential physical fitness. Oh, I remember um, this test, yeah. I How always, many sit-ups like, can you do? None, bitch, I'm fat. Literally, like, I was a fat kid. Like, I'm still a fat kid. But, like, you know, they would want us to run a mile. And, like, you know, it was a competition between, like, everybody and, like, the athletes and, like, basically just felt like this big giant thing to make you feel bad about yourself if you couldn't you know, compete with people and, you know, the, you know, the boys who were doing sports, the popular kids obviously always had the best times yeah. and just made you feel like even more shitty. So I took after my mother because we both went to the same grade school and my mother in her eighth grade year, even though she was very physically fit as a kid, she could not run a mile because she was so short. She would always finish last. And so in protest, she decided to same. walk the mile the whole time, never tried to run. So I decided I was going to follow in her footsteps, and I walked the whole mile. How'd that work out for you? It took about 20 minutes, and they had to have an extra teacher <laughs> follow me because everybody else Excuse was me. finished and moved on to the next <laughs> test or whatever. Like, I just, I don't, I don't know, man. But see, it's weird because, like, in elementary school, I was athletic. I was yeah. fit. Like, those didn't bother me. And it's so weird to, like, know that we are complete opposites when it comes to, like, mm-hmm. everything. Yeah. But, like, I was, I was the popular kid in elementary school oh, until nice. I came out. Ugh. And then as and soon as so people shitty. found out I was gay, it was, like, like taboo almost. Yeah. Well, people always accused me of being gay in grade school. But, like, even back then, like, I probably didn't really realize what gay was or that I was gay until maybe, like, the seventh or eighth grade. Right. And I think that's when I realized that. Yeah. Like, uh, you know, changing in the you know locker rooms and stuff like that and exchanging glances if you will yeah i mean yeah that's i think kind of when i realized what i was and barely admit it to myself and i didn't even come out till like my sophomore or junior year of high school yeah no i i came out in eighth grade but but you're right it's like those locker room moments where you're like people know that you're gay so they don't want to look your way but even if you accidentally look at something, mm-hmm. you're automatically checking someone out. Right. Or I think as for me as a masked lesbian, I don't want to talk to female friends a certain way because they're gonna think I'm hitting on them, and I'm I'm not. But you're gonna you're gonna think that because of how I look and how I talk to you. Yeah. But it would be no different if your straight girlfriend talked to you that way. Mm-hmm. I don't, I, it's just so weird, but locker rooms were always the worst. And me being a wrestler, I guess I didn't care about locker rooms because to weigh in for a wrestling match, you weighed in in your boxers and yeah. brawl. So I didn't care about getting undressed. I didn't yeah, care if people watched me. Yeah. Half naked from the start. Right. Pretty much. pretty much. Yeah. But like I said, it was those times where you looked over at, at, else, at someone yeah. else and it was always the same person. Yeah. They would just like freak out on you. See, I never had anybody freak out on me in the locker rooms because maybe, like, I wasn't obvious. I don't know. And I, it's not that I was even trying to look, but, like, everyone around you is in their underwear. What are you supposed to do? Right, not, exactly. Like, close your eyes while you're changing. Right. And like, I think it's I mean, natural to look and be like, oh, well, yeah. why does that one look like that? And You know what I mean? I think it's yeah. natural to compare almost. Yeah. Even it's straight guys, I'm sure. Right. Well, straight guys do a lot of weird things. Yeah, straight guys are <laughs> a whole other episode, maybe. <laughs> but, yeah, no, I'm then. At my grade school, um, I had the principal, after I had refused to run the mile, he had told me, like, pulled me into his office. I got 
I think I got written up or a detention or something. But he also just like said to me, like, you're going to die at 30 of a heart attack if you don't like, you know, get yourself in shape. But it, the principals are the same people that are that go home and smoke and drink all day because they're oh, so he was out. a wife beater. Right. Like, literally. Like... My mom was a Sunday school teacher and their daughter at the time was going to Sunday school. So she was teaching this little girl and the little girl would, you know, my mom would be like, oh, you know, how was your weekend or how was whatever? And the little girl's like, oh, my dad pushed my mom down the stairs again. And my mom's just like, uh, okay. Right, like, how do you Like, what, that? how yeah. do you even... Yeah, this is the kid judging a little kid who won't run. Exactly. Like, like shut the fuck up. Right, like, you have no place to... Human trash That's is what okay. he was. But... I don't think I ever had any bad, like, principles. I think they were all pretty okay. I wouldn't say chill, but they were pretty, like... Yeah. All right. We had a few teachers who were, like... The principal was a piece of shit. And we had some teachers who were kind of like iffy and just like kind of sketchy, but none that were like really mean to anybody, I wouldn't say. So I think I have like two teachers that were like the most memorable for Mm -hmm. me. And one was a seventh grade teacher and one was an eighth grade teacher. The seventh grade teacher was a nun. Okay. And she was this tall, big woman and she had really short hair and if you would ask me i could still tell you i think she's gay oh yeah i mean there's always a teacher we had one teacher at at our school who everybody kind of knew like you know and she's a nun so they live together so her and her other sister nun or whatever the fuck you want to call them lived together and she was so mean so mean and even before because like i said all the teachers stay in this little this little school yeah so even before i got to her grade i would remember like passing her classroom and her yelling at seventh and eighth graders and them crying and i was like oh my god i don't want to go to this class right no who would fucking terrified and it wasn't even like talking to them it was like yelling pointing in their face leaning over them like screaming and I was like, this is not healthy for anyone. That's what I mean. Anyone. Like, I feel like sometimes these private education systems are way more damaging to children than anything else. And it was just, it was like terrifying to know that one day yeah. I was going to be in that classroom. Yeah. And then I was in that classroom and I got yelled at because I, I'm a seventh grader. Yeah. You know, like, and at the time I probably had ADD that was unmedicated and yeah. undiagnosed and she just couldn't handle that. Yeah. Just like I couldn't handle sitting in my class, my seat for 45 yeah. minutes. Right. But I just remember her yelling all the time. And then the other gross thing that she did is that when we would take a test, she would take her pinky finger and clean out her ear and then lick it. And I was like, I cannot, I cannot take this fucking science test right now with you squeaking your goddamn earwax and then eating it. Oh my God. I was like, I cannot do this. So I was never so happy to like get out of seventh grade in my life. But, like, the 6th, 7th, and 8th graders all switched classrooms to get used to high school. And so I still had her, but she wasn't, like, my primary teacher. Yeah, we did that, like, 7th and 8th grade. We so I was, I was so glad to be out of 7th grade. Like, I... Oh, my God. I can't even... Ugh. It was the That's worst. Disgusting. And then I think... And then my 8th grade teacher, which is kind of cool, because I still... We're actually friends on Facebook. Oh. And, like, we still talk. Mm-hmm. And... I think she was the first teacher that was ever like, hey, you can do this. Like, life's fucking hard, but yeah. you can do it. You can do it. And I have faith in you. 
Well, that's good. And you just have one good one. Like I said, like we're still friends on Facebook. I, I actually, so when I was a preschool teacher, um, when I first started, I reached out to her and I apologized. I apologized to her, and I was like, I'm sorry. I was like, I know I was an awful, sh- awful child in class, and I yeah. apologize. I said, I just, I didn't understand what I was doing then. Yeah. And once again, that goes back to me not being diagnosed with the ADD that I have. Yeah. And she goes, you're fine. You're fine. It is a growing experience, and you're fine. Yeah. She wasn't angry. She wasn't mad. She wasn't upset. And I don't think there was any other teacher at that time that would have been like, it's okay. Yeah. I think all the other ones would have yelled at me for... Mm-hmm. not being able to focus yeah but i th- yeah i think she was the first teacher that was ever like hey you're doing a great job yeah a teacher who's actually being a teacher right right and that one yelling at you and trying to like get children to stand in line constantly right like power struggle with kids like yeah. stop it they're kids yeah like- <laughs> I, and it's crazy like even in my like short years of being a preschool teacher like i saw teachers power struggle with five-year-olds like Stop it! Instead of sitting there trying to power struggle a five-year-old, ask her what's wrong. Ask her what you could do. Right. Be the teacher you didn't have. Exactly. And I think that's what I try to do as a teacher. Like, I didn't have a teacher that looked like me. Right. I never never experienced a lesbian teacher. Yeah. So I think it was nice to have that in a classroom. But that's like... Besides the point of this whole, like, conversation, I'm just saying. I don't know. I think overall I had a pretty good schooling, I guess. But I'm telling, I'm, even the people I knew in elementary school, I don't talk to any of them. No, I mean, even our, high school, our one friend is the only friend that I talk to still, kind of. Kind of. Um, I have one other that I still, like, touch base with here and there. We've hung out a few times, but other than that, like, I don't know. I, I don't talk to any of them. Even from high school, I don't think I talk to anybody from high school anymore. No. I don't think... I mean, technically you, we knew each other in high school, but yeah, we didn't go we didn't to the go same to high, high school. school together, yeah. I just... Yeah. I just it, the, the friends you have in elementary school, I can almost guarantee you will not be your friends when you get older. Oh, no. Absolutely not. I mean, I just think we're thrown together in one place and like then we grow up and right. turn into different people than we used to know each other as. Like It just is what it is. Looking back, I shouldn't know. I shouldn't have worried so much about it. But like you said, at that time, like those are the only people you have. Right. For eight hours a day, those are the only people you know. So you want that person to be your best friend, or you want to hang out with that person. Mm-hmm. But in the long run, they don't care about you. No, I mean they don't. They're kids. <laughs> like you're all kids. They don't care. I mean, I think more people care in high school, but I don't know. I think high school was a whole different ball game. Because it's it's so weird because in elementary school, like I said, there was like a max of like 15 people in my class. And then you got to high school and we still were broken out into little class- classes. Mm-hmm. But I think it, there was like 300 people in my, like total in my class at the private school. So we still knew each other and we still saw each other in the hallways and stuff. But we're all going through something different at the same time. Right. Like that person's trying to figure out who she is. That person's trying to figure out who, who he is. You, you yourself are trying to figure out who you are, but we're all doing it in a small-ass building. So you have people that fight, and you have people that yell at each other in the hallways. And there wasn't so many fights at the private high school, because it's a private high school, and I think yeah. everybody was, like, not brainwashed, but, like, they knew not to act that way. Yeah. But once I got to the public high school, I saw so many fistfights in the hallway. Oh, yeah. And, I like, did, too. I, I remember 
sitting in chemistry class because apparently chemistry is the class I remember the most. And I, I smelt this fire smell, right? I come out of the classroom. Someone has taken an aerosol can and a lighter and set this girl's hair on fire. Oh in the my hallway. god. And I was like, what, what the, the hell? fuck? I was like, you're just setting shit's people on fire? Like, this is crazy to me. She could go to jail. And at the time, the person, the person whose hair caught on fire, she was like the most popular person in our class. Oh, uh, wow. Well. Everyone knew her. Everyone would be her friend. Not, not me. I thought she was dumb. So she was like the most popular kid in the class. So a couple years ago, I don't want to say a couple years ago because it was more than a couple, but like, like 10 years 2017, ago. 2017, 2018. Yeah. She went to jail. Oh, Jesus. So uh, she cut off all her blonde hair. She shaved it because she's in jail. Mm-hmm. She looks like a crackhead. So a couple years past, she gets out and she messaged me on Facebook. Okay. Okay. I haven't talked to this person since high school. Yeah. She messaged me on Facebook and she was like, hey, do you want to come through and hang out and smoke? No! I don't want to fucking see you. Oh my God. Are you kidding me? <laughs> You look like a fucking crackhead. I'm not hanging out with you. And so I just let it be. Yeah. But I think it's so funny that she went to she went to jail. I just it like cracked me up. Maybe the hair catching on fire triggered her and changed her course something. of her life. I know something. you know what I don't want to judge because I'm sure like something, you know, in her something life happened, happened yeah. and that's fine, but to create that scenario. I'm like, I'm not I'm not no, we're not hanging out. No. Like you made my life a living hell in high school. I'm not yeah. hanging out with you right now. See, I didn't have anybody in high school. Like, there was definitely, like, the popular people and whatever. But, like, I don't know if it was just my high school or what. But, like, my my high school was huge. I think there was, like, three or 4,000 people, like, kids at that school. And so I don't think that there was, like, enough closeness of everybody to yeah. kind of create scenarios for bullying. And, like, there was just enough people there that everybody kind of had their own thing. Well, yeah. I mean, I think in high school everybody finds their own, like click not to yeah. sound cliche or anything but like but there's also those people that will fucking just ruin your life for no reason like i think high school was the worst for me wow and i think that's why my cutting got so bad in high school is because yeah. one i moved in the middle of my high school career well, yeah that'll, and two that's traumatic in and of itself it, it was like i had to i had to like reintroduce myself and re-come out oh yeah year. so it was like restarting the whole process over again yeah and I think in high school, straight girls are more self-conscious, maybe, or self-aware maybe. that you're looking at them. Maybe. Air quotes, you know? Yeah. And why? I don't know. I mean, I, like I said, I didn't come out till my junior year. I was one of, like, four gay kids, like, out gay kids yeah. in the entire school. That's crazy. I mean, there were people who, like, probably yeah. were, I'm sure. Because even, like, after, like... After high school, there was a lot of people that I knew who came, had, you know, come, yeah. came out after the fact. But, like, it was not... I don't want to say it wasn't gay-friendly, because I don't, like, I don't remember anybody being, like, bullied for being gay. Although I'm sure people were. Yeah. But, no, I just never... I didn't come out until late junior. That's okay. There's I, there's no time on it coming out. Yeah. In hindsight, I really wish I would have come out in grade school. Yeah. And fucked with all those stupid religious bastards because <laughs> that would have been so glorious. <laughs> there was a kid who was a few grades below me at my grade school and he like 
He didn't come out, but yeah. he like he did. He like asked a boy to a dance and like yeah. I think he was just like genuinely being himself and like he I'm sure was bully. Like I remember people in my grade looking at a kid two or three grades below us and bully like not to his face but like they would right. say shit about him. And this I don't know. Kids and are mean. Yeah. Kids are horrible. Mean. Because I, I was bullied constantly oh, in grade school for being fat or for, you know, right. being flamboyant or whatever like but like I said, like looking in that moment you're mad because you want those people to be your friend. Right. And you are legitimately hurt because you want those people to be nice to you. Yeah. But, like, as an adult, I'm like, fuck them. Well, yeah. And, I mean, I did have friends in grade school. Like, I got along, obviously, with girls more than anybody. Um, (laughs) No. (laughs) (laughs) But I did have a couple guy friends, and, like, we stayed sort of friends for, like, a little while, and then we lost touch and stuff, but... I don't think... I mean, I had, like, friends that were girls in high school... And elementary school, but, like, I was more, like, in the boys' crowd. Yeah. Because, you know, I played football at recess, and I did wrestling, and mm-hmm. I did the sports, where the other girls were like, uh, my nails are done. You know what I mean? Like... Yeah, no, I didn't do any of the sports. Yeah, that's okay. <laughs> I think I might have played, like, hopscotch or something. Hopscotch. Like, with the girls. <laughs> I think... I remember in eighth grade, we, um, we made up a game called Smear the Queer. Did you ever play this? No. What is this? So, um, it was called Smear the Queer. And it was pretty much rugby, mm-hmm. where we would just, like, tackle each other full force to get the ball. And um, that's why my middle finger is broken. <laughs> Wait, I don't understand. why. Where does queer come into it? That's like, just what just it like... was. It was just called Smear the Queer. <laughs> and it's funny because I was the only queer on the team. Oh, my God. This was God. in grade school. No one else was like, oh, you know. Yeah. I was, I was legitimately the only gay person in my grade school. And that's just telling you how small my grade school was. I think out of everybody in my, like, my class in my grade school, I think I'm the only one who, was gay, who like, is gay now. Yeah. I'm trying to think. I can't, I can't tell you anybody from grade school that I know that's gay. I know, like, a couple of people who I'm pretty sure they are gay, but... It'll just um, take them some time. It's fine. Yeah. Like, there was a kid, he was actually a couple of grades above me, and his mom was, like, this super religious, culty, like, bitch lady who, like, constantly wanted to take over, like, PTA. Like, she was one of those moms. Uh, I'm never going to be one of those moms. like, her, like, she had, like, three or four kids, I think, that were, like, kind of scattered throughout, you know, the grades in, in my grade school. And he, like, was a little flamboyant, and he, like, always had, like, matching outfits, like socks match the tie match like like he was just like very well put yeah. together and even in high school because he went to the high school that all my friends had gone to so i still like heard about him and stuff like that and he i'm pretty sure he married a girl but um he's definitely a homosexual <laughs> like and i can't wait for the day for him to finally realize and come out and just destroy his mother because she was such a piece of shit <laughs> i can't i don't know if we really had like that one mom that was like the religious well, I mean, all the moms theoretically were religious at my That's, school. I mean, that, I mean, except like, my mom. <laughs> I don't, she, I don't oh, fucking, well, I mean, you went because your dad. Yeah. I have no idea how my mom made any friends. And that's not to, <laughs> that's not to go against my mom, but, like, my mom's kind of a rough person. She's, yeah. My, I, so I don't know exactly <laughs> where she fit in with these people. Yeah. But, like. Well, the, my mom's the same. 
just, maybe not crazy. as extreme as your mom is, <laughs> but my mom, I mean, she was the mom pulling up to vacation Bible school with her four children to drop off, blasting Eminem in her Land Rover as she pulls up to the doors. And she let me dye my hair bright red. Like, oh, I was I never mean, allowed to dye my, my hair. My mom was a badass mom. Like, I'm not going to lie to you. But, like, it just was so funny to watch. Like, the you could see the look on these people's faces when right. she would pull up with us. Right. And I, I ate it up. And I think, I think in my grade school, anyways, it, because it was so small, everyone knew everyone. Yeah. Like, every parent knew the other parent. Yeah. Well, my They my had cell phone numbers for each other. They had house numbers small. for each other. Like, we all knew where each other lived. Like, and that's how small my yeah, grade school was. Yeah, that's really small. I, mean, I think ours was probably maybe 400 kids. Oh, mine was definitely smaller than that. Like, we were, like... So I'm probably somewhere between three and 400 with all the different grades. Because I feel like each... Ours started doubling up as we as my grade was going through. They would The classes were doubling. Because yeah. it used to, like, there was one eighth grade, one seventh grade. And then as we went through, there was two sec, two first grades, two oh, second grades. No, we've always had one class. That's all so, it always was. It did grow. I mean, I'm sure that throughout the years it has dwindled. Because I, I know that people have... Just with all the scandals and random shit that's right. going on at that school. Right. I don't think they're doing so hot. No, I think... I think... And just the way they treated people. Right. Like like I said, my mom and her siblings all went to that school. My aunt was a teacher at that school. My grandpa helped build, like, the infrastructure for the electronics and computers at that school. Then they treated us all like shit. They fired my aunt. They, like... My grandma won't go there anymore. Like, won't even, like, donate or do anything for them because of the way they treated us. Well, I don't... I mean, I don't blame her. The school doesn't... Like, they had a really valuable asset in my grandma and in my aunt and, like, maybe somebody else in the future. Like, not me and my siblings. None of us are religious, but... Yeah, they just treated us like shit, so... It's just... It's just crazy. Did you ever have godparents growing up? Oh, yeah, I did. Or was that, like, a Catholic thing? No, I had godparents. I think my aunt and uncle... My my mom's sister was my godmother, and I think my mom's brother... No, he wouldn't have been. Maybe one of my dad's brothers was my godfather, maybe? Yeah. I don't know. So, my godparents um, actually are from my grade school. Oh. Yeah. That, I'm telling you, this grade school was small. small. Was. Um, but I... So, they had a set of twins... That I went to, I, they were in my class. Mm-hmm. And then they have a younger kid who's like two or three years younger than my sister. So we were kind of close in ages. Yeah. Um, But yeah, they are my godparents. And it's crazy because the son went off to the army. He joined the army. And now he's like um, discharged and stuff like medically. And then the daughter... Who was, in, who was also in my class, is now, like, super religious. Like, super, like, praise God for everything. And, like, yeah. I, I'm just, like, not that type of person. And, like, I even, like, unfollowed her on Facebook. Yeah, Because it was that. just, like, Jesus, 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 Jesus. And I was, like, I can't. That's how, that's, like, the path that my, my one of my cousin, cousins went down, my mom's sister's kid. Like, I don't really have any communication with anybody on that side of the family right now, but... 
she's definitely super religious. Like she's gone to like she's gone out of state for like religious meetings and like like that's just insane. programs and like you know youth stuff or whatever it is yeah. that you do. And I'm sure she's helping tons of people and that's fantastic. But I just can't deal with like the religious aspect yeah. of it. It's no, just I not... agree. I agree. And I'm not like you can have your belief. Like that's yeah. fine. But like when all you're doing it is shoving down other people's throats. faces like, and I don't throats. Get it. I don't like that. Don't do yeah. that. And it should be kind of a private thing for yourself anyway. You right. shouldn't have to, like, share it on Facebook right. constantly. I, I agree. But, like, so I don't follow her anymore and I don't follow the dad anymore because he was the same way. Yeah. But I still follow the mom because I feel like she's a little bit more open-minded to things. Yeah. Um, like, she came to my wedding. You know, she was my... She's also my sister's godparent. Like, yeah. So there's a history with this family. As you grow, you just kind of... You separate, yeah. But I, I mean, technically, I still consider them my godparents. Yeah. It's just, it's just weird now because I don't know if I would reach out if I needed help. Yeah. I think godparent now is just kind of one of those terms for them, and it doesn't have really any meaning. I mean, you're not. I mean, I asked you to be a a godparent. Yeah. Not really. I don't even know what I called it. It Definitely wasn't godparent though. I don't know what it was. I don't remember. I just like, remember that I am it. Yeah. And I told my sisters, and they're like, you're going to take the cash, like, you're going to take their kids if they notice them? And I was like, no. <laughs> it's just a representative. Right. You're just, you're just me in that situation. I'm pretty sure your wife's mother would be the one who ended up taking them. If anything. If anything, yes. But good luck with that. What do you mean good luck with that? What is it? Am I responsible to follow up? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> And a co-parent with your mother-in-law? Yes! <laughs> and my other friend. That's the other oh, godparent. Yeah, yeah. Okay, maybe if we tag team. No, you'll be fine. What was your worst year? Uh, my worst year. Probably either my seventh or eighth grade year. Because that was the year I felt like I was bullied the most I probably seventh say seventh grade because I feel like that's the year I was like most bullied by teachers and like the principal and just like between those two years. I mean, my eighth grade year was the year he told me I was going to die. Constantly being told by people who are supposed to be there for you, especially in a religious setting where you know you're programming the children to believe that you are there to help them. Yes. But then at every wrong turn you might make. They're there to tell oh, you how the, shitty you yeah, are. Yeah, they're the first fucking ones to be like, you. that was horrible. Like, Why did you do that? And I, and I can always remember that, like, you know, after that principal told me, like, oh, well, you're going to die if you don't get your shit together. I wouldn't want to talk to him. Why would no. I ever? Why would I ever want to speak to him ever again? And he would, like, anytime I passed him in the hallway, he would try and say hi to me. He would try and say, oh, hey, Hayden, how are you? And I ignored him. And eventually he decided to pull me into a classroom and say, like, I don't understand why you're ignoring me. Like, I don't understand, like, why you're doing this. Like, why you th- why you think you need to be disrespectful? I don't even remember what I said. I probably didn't say anything. But respect goes both ways. And I understand yes, that, like, as a child, you need to have, like, somebody, like, in charge of you in a way. Like, to control you in a way. Like, tell you right from wrong. Yes. But respect is also earned. And respect is earned... Even as an adult to a child, you don't just get the respect by default. Right. And I feel like all these adults at these schools just thought like, oh, I have these child- children's respect because of my title and because of right. who I am and because of my age and yada, yep. yada, yada. But that's still not true. A child doesn't know they're supposed to respect you unless you earn it. Right. Like, 
And and, he, and it, honestly, like I didn't get that concept until I was an adult. Yeah. Honestly, I didn't because I felt that I don't know because I was brainwashed for so many years. Adults get respect automatically, right? And it's no, and that's just not how it should be. No, I'm gonna match no. your. I'm gonna match your energy a hundred and ten percent. You want to be a bitch? Try me. Like I like that's just how I am now. But when I was younger, it was always you know yes ma'am, no ma'am. Yeah. Thank you, sir. Thank you, ma'am. Mm-hmm. And I I did that for years. And I, like you said, I think it's just how the adult approaches you as a child. And I think that's what I'm trying to do with my kids is if I respect them, they're going to respect me. Right, because, because you have to earn it. And the child... They are a human, too. Yeah, and they don't know what respect is. They're children. They don't get it. But you still can earn it from them. Like, they right. still understand what, you know, trusting a person is, what, like... They just, I feel like as a concept, children understand how to respect an adult. They might not know what it is, but you still have to earn it from them. Right, right. And I, and the other part you said was, is that the, the adults are there to guide you. And I think as a child, we have to understand that too, is that they're mm-hmm. not always going to be our friend. Right. Adults are not always going to be your friends. Right. Your parents are not always going to be your friend. Like they're there to do a job too. Mm-hmm. But I think it's, it's how you go about doing that job and how you go out the situation. But... I think I think growing up in a Catholic schooling setting, it was they already have that respect. They already have that title. Yeah, exactly. and you can't fight that. Mm-hmm. It's the same way with the priest. Yeah, like the priest is the head of the church. That is who you need to listen to. Mm-hmm. End of story. And it's not. It's not like that. Yeah. No. It it shouldn't be because who gave him that title? How did he earn that title? Himself. Right. And children don't know how it was earned or how you know right. any of that works. Like. If a person's nice to them, then they're going to be nice back. At least they should be. Maybe there's some fucked up kids out there, but. <laughs> what was your most memorable year? Probably my height, like my senior year in high school. Cause like I was out, like I had like genuine friends who knew me for me. Yeah. Like I actually felt a little bit more comfortable. So I feel like I like did a lot more stuff to like not get myself in trouble, but like Stuff that I would do, and I don't care if I get in trouble. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, my senior year, it was close to graduation, and um, I forget why, but we... Like, if you got there early in the morning, you sat in the auditorium. I can't remember why. But me and some friends had decided, like, okay, well, if we're going to have to go sit in the auditorium in the morning for, like, 45 minutes, we're all going to bring breakfast. So we literally, like, I made pancakes, somebody else made bacon, like, somebody made scrambled eggs... And we all sat on the stage in the auditorium and ate breakfast together. I mean, whatever. Like, we got yelled at for it, but like... So dumb. Shut up. We're right. just eating breakfast. We're having a good time. We're seniors. Go away. Right. Like, it was a blast. We I think we ate most of the food anyway before anybody even said anything. <laughs> but like... Um, and then I... Like, when we were supposed to graduate, like, walk at the ceremony. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to do it. Like, I don't understand the point of walking in that stupid fucking gown oh my god i was terrified like i don't want to like first of all i don't want to go on stage i don't want to wear this fucking stupid shitty like yes whatever the fuck this gown thing is like that you had to pay for right no absolutely not so i my parents well i should say my dad and my grandma talked me into doing it because they wanted me to do it my mom could not fucking care less and i love her for that (laughs) but um so i was gonna do it i borrowed like i didn't buy a gown because i wasn't planning to do it but my friend's brother had graduated a year earlier so they had a gown and i could wear that one so they gave me the gown they gave me the cap 
and we were doing the rehearsal and I just remember this one teacher, she was just a fucking bitch. The entire, my entire high school career, all anybody ever did was talk about how much of a bitch she was to everybody. She yelled and screamed at everybody. And I never had her for a teacher, but I would hear her scream at people. Yeah. So she was like trying to direct these, the seniors like to do whatever. And she was just screaming belligerently at these kids. And I literally, I got on a line and I said, fuck this. And I walked out. I'm like, I'm not doing this. And she's like, what do you mean you're not doing this? I'm like, I'm not going to stay. Like, I'm not doing this. You're, all you people are doing is screaming and yelling at us. Yeah. I'm not doing it. And she's like, well, what do you think you're going to go do? I'm like, I'm just going to go sit in the audience and watch with my friend. Because my friend was uh, still, a, uh, she wasn't graduating yet. And she's like, well, no, you're not doing that. You can't, you can't do that. And I was like, watch me. And I walked away from her. I gave the person my tickets because, like, they gave you tickets for your parents. Yeah. And I just sat down with my friend and watched and what were they going to do? Kick me out? Right. I was so furious. And then I went to go get my diploma from the cafeteria because they didn't give you your diplomas on the stage. No, you had to like return everything. You had to go get it. Yeah, yeah. So I go to get mine and she's she was there handing them out. And she's like, I'm not giving you yours. Uh, I'm like, are you yeah, fucking Yeah, I earned me? it. Absolutely, you're going to fucking give it to me. And she's like, are you fucking kidding me? She would not give it to me. She said I had to go back to the office the, like after the school closed. And, like, have them mail it to me. Shut the fuck up. Yeah. I would have stood there until she gave it to me. Well, the the worst part was is that my mom was there, too. And even she was, like, fucking pissed. She was like, what the fuck are you talking about? Right. We were so pissed. I would have been mad. I would have been like, no, I'm going I'm to stand here until you give it to me. Because like, I earned it. But, again, it's that, like, if you give the kids respect, I would have respected her back. But right. all she did is scream and yell at us, and I'm not dealing with that. I'm 18 years old already. I'm graduating from high school. I'm fucking done with you. Right. It's how it's literally how you approach people. I just fucking hate people of authority, especially people who don't earn the authority. You're right. Pisses me off. <laughs> I see, I see that. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <man. laughs> Sorry. I get angry. I get heated. You're like turning red over here. Just relax. It's, it's Sorry. okay. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> She's just a dumb Oh my god, I don't even know, can you say that? Yeah, why not? I'll bleep it out. Oh my god. I don't think I had, even in high school, I don't think I had like a memorable teacher or anything. I think I was just kind of like gliding through high school. Yeah, that's what I did most of the time. I was just like, oh, okay, you know, like I yeah. honestly don't know how I graduated. See, like I, like I never studied, not for a single fucking thing. No. I did homework, but like. I did homework. I finished it either right before the class or right at the end of class. Like when they would hand it out, I'd be like, okay, well, I'm doing this because I'm not doing yeah. this at home. Fuck that. Or I did it in study hall or study whatever. Hall, like yeah. I never did homework at home. I absolutely refused. I think, I think homework is so fucking dumb. It is. Like, no, I'm going home to take a break from this place. You have right. me, you have me for seven hours and you can't do any of this with me here. Right. Like, fuck off. It's I'm not fi- taking like, homework. Home. I think it's fine if you want to give out workbooks and do like two or three pages of a workbook in a class. I think that's fine. But to tell a kid that they have to do two to three pages of a workbook or read three chapters of a, of, of a textbook at home. Right. When you've already been at school for seven fuck? hours. No, I'm not doing that. No, I never did no. a single thing at home why like and like the summer reading that they would assign i never, never did fu- it once. no i never, never fucking read a book in once. my life absolutely not refuse out of principle it is my summer thank you 
<laughs> I, I didn't I didn't feel like that. I just like I legitimately do not like reading. No, I don't either. Like I no. I see the thing is is I do like books. Like I will listen to an audiobook all the way through. See, I can't even listen in to I, one day. But if I have to sit there and read a book. I just I legitimately do not like reading. No. It's painful. Maybe it's our ADD. And we're just like I, I will can't. read the same paragraph seven times and to fucking still, understand and it and still not yeah, even know what yeah, I read. Exactly, like, I know. I don't understand. I still do that today with paperwork for work. I'm like, what? What the fuck does this mean? I know. I get emails at work, and I'm like, how many times am I have to read this before I understand? Right. What's going on? And you know, how, you know what fucking gets me is true and false questions. Like they are weird. They are fucking worded so weird. Yeah. And I'm like, if what the? I don't know what to say. Like I can't tell if I'm supposed to say this right. is true or if it's supposed to be false or I know what the answer is, but what do you want from me? Exactly. <laughs> You're like, can I just tell you what the answer is or does yeah. it have to be true or false? Yeah. So I don't like those. <laughs> I hate true and false questions. And I think I think the worst thing for me was when we had to do essays. Oh, yeah, no. I can't. <sighs> That's half the reason I knew I couldn't do college was because there were going to be classes where I had to write 10 Page papers, twenty page papers. I'm like, no. How the how? fuck are people doing that, dude? My sister. How could they uh, stand to do that? My sister is a pro. My sister can write a paper, God. no problem. But I, I cannot. Like, I just, I can't grasp sitting there and being so repetitive because that's essentially what you have to do. Like, if I ask my brother or my sister how they did it, they're like, well, you just have to learn how to be really repetitive. Yeah, and you have to, like, reiterate what, what then, you're saying. So what's the point? of Exactly. What is the point anyway? If I can get my point across in three pages... Why can't I do it? Fucking except for three pages. Right. That's like, really what should the, assi- uh, the assignment should be. Write a paper that gets your point across to me. Exactly. And if you could do it in a page, you could do it in a page. Right. As long as I know what you're fucking talking about in the paper, congratulations. And then don't even get me started on MLA for- MLA formatting, oh whatever the hell that is. And like quoting your fucking sources. Yeah. I don't, I don't fucking care. I don't even think the teachers understood what, right, was, like, like what we're supposed to do. Because I wrote so many papers that I 100,000% was like, this is MLA format. I did it finally. Oh, yeah. And then they I turned always it in something. and they're like, this is not MLA format. Like, and I was like, what do you mean? It's you, got got your, you got your fucking paperback and it's like covered in red and you're like, yeah, like what the why did fuck? I even try like why why did I even like try to write this paper for you like it's yeah. so dumb absolute bullshit and then I had a religion teacher that would refuses to use red pen because she said it was traumatic <laughs> so she used purple pen and I was like this is uh, this is more traumatic to me yeah like give me the red I can't tell if it's right or wrong right <laughs> At least with Excuse blue me. and red or you red knew. and green, you, you understood knew. where you were at. With purple, it's purple, like, what the fuck's like, going it's on? It's like passive, like passive yeah, aggressive. Like, <laughs> passive aggressive, like <laughs> editing. <laughs> like you did great, but you know, this is all wrong. Was, yeah. Okay. I think the one thing I regret in high school, though, is like not going to the career center. Like the JFS center. I think yeah. that if I would have gone into something that was more hands-on. Oh, yeah. I would have been more prepared. Yeah, and I feel like I, if I had actually gone into, because I did not do a single extracurricular in high school, not a single one, and if I had actually, like, applied myself and done, like, the computer club or something like that, I probably would have, like, I don't know if I would have been able to go to school, because I still don't think I could do it, but, like, maybe would have gotten into, like, programming or, like, coding or something, and granted, I could still probably do that, but 
I mean, we probably it costs could. money and it takes yes. time. Yes. Don't even. I don't want to talk about college. <laughs> um, no, I don't know. I think that was that was one of my biggest regrets, and also the fact that I did not take a girl to prom. I think that was my. Did you take anyone to prom? I did. I took um, I took my godbrother. Okay. He came up and took me to prom because I originally asked another guy out. Yeah. And he called me too fat. What the fuck? So he wouldn't go to prom with me because I was too fat. So I was like, okay, fuck it. I'm not going to go at all then. Because yeah. I, I didn't really want to go anyways. Yeah, I didn't go. Because whatever. But it was also like, oh, it's prom, you know, once in a lifetime. When am I ever going to be able to go to prom again? I, who cares? Don't roll your eyes like that. I'm sorry. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Who cares? Every single person who I have, like, would t- would tell that I, like, I would never go to prom. Like, when I was in high school, like, you're going to regret that for the rest of your life. Everybody said that too. I'm 32. Well, I'm about to be 32, everybody. Still don't fucking regret it. Just putting it out there. Don't give a shit. Um, But I actually went with our one friend. Because they were dating at the time. Oh, really? And we sat at the same table together. And I wore a dress, which was fucking dumb. Yeah. Like, I should have got a suit like I wanted to. Yeah. Asked the girl out that I was talking to and that yeah. I was attracted to. Yeah. But instead, I took a man. I took a guy because that's what was... Appropriate. Appropriate. What was natural, I guess. Yeah. Which I think I think that was... A, but honestly, I, I kind of enjoyed my prom. I had fun. Um, I think, Like I said, I think I would have had more fun if I went with someone I actually wanted to go with. Not because I didn't want to go with him. Because yeah. he was a good time. Like, he danced. He... Made everybody laugh. He was awesome. Mm-hmm. But I wanted to go with the girl that was already there. So, it, I mean, I think that's the two biggest regrets I have is prom. And the other one that I said that I have no fucking idea what I remember what I said. <laughs> Obviously, it wasn't that big as a regret. <laughs> <laughs> um, so stupid. <laughs> yeah. I don't think I have... Other than, like, wishing I had come out earlier, I don't think I have any major yeah. regrets... From high school. I wish I was a little bit more rebellious in grade school, to be honest, but... Yeah, I don't think I got too out of control until, like, high school. And then I started, like, underage drinking and, like, partying. See, I didn't do a lick of that. I didn't start drinking... Boring! Until you and me started (gasps) hanging out and going to those parties. Do not blame this on me! I'm blaming it on our other friend, if anything. I'm not really blaming anybody, necessarily. But... Like you did, you said until I met you, I was fine. Well, I just mean like until around that time when I had met you, yeah, like that not still you. Sounds like you're <laughs> blaming me. I'm blaming you at all. Trust me, whether you had been there or not, I would have been drinking. <laughs> I was like eighteen and a half, nineteen years old by the time I actually started drinking. Yeah. Like I know a lot of people start a lot younger than that, and I didn't do anything with weed until. I will take credit for that. No, you can actually take credit for that. <laughs> Our friend's ex-husband can take credit for that, actually. Mm. And it's not like I started doing it. It's just the first time I did it was then. Yeah. Did it out of an apple. Oh, those are the, those are the best! <laughs> those are the best kind. Honestly, it was the best. It really was, because... I tried a strawberry once, but I burned my eyebrows off. <laughs> it's too small. <laughs> no, but like... It was just so funny because, like, the first couple puffs and I just, like, lost my mind. (laughs) I was just in a coma of laughter and it It, was the best. So I'm going to tell you this right now. I would never, ever, ever go back to high school. Yeah. 
You can't pay me to go back to high school. Especially I today. Would, fuck them kids. I would I'm not, go. <laughs> fuck them kids. Fuck them kids. <laughs> I am not going to high school with them kids. I would go back and do, like, redo a week of my grade school years. Just as long as I knew that I did that week and went back to now. What? Just no, so that I no could. Just way. so that I could fuck some shit up. Because I really would. I really would. Okay, so my favorite story from grade school. I know that we're skipping back a little bit, but my my favorite story from grade school is I had this girl who made fun of me every single day. Like, she was yeah. just fucking mean to me. Yeah. So, oh, one day I just had enough. Mm-hmm. I just fucking had enough. And we had uniforms. We had to wear uniforms in grade school. Yeah. So, I took super glue and I super glued every chair she sat on. And ruin her school pants. <laughs> I was like, you're I fucking love dumb. That for you. And of course, you know, I got attention for it. And I I would literally hang up that attention in every house we lived in. For <laughs> I, I hung it up. I framed it. I would too. That's hysterical. I thought it was so funny. That's everything. I was like, fuck you. Here's some super glue. And then, you know, and then supposedly she didn't have any more school pants. So she had to wear jeans the next day. Mm-hmm. Shut Likely the fuck story. up. Right. I had to wear jeans because you ruined my pants. Had to. She was yeah. so disappointed in right. herself. Yeah. Right. I was like, shut up. But yeah, I super glued her ass to every chair she sat in. I love that. Yeah. I would say I have I never... was I was mean. I, I wouldn't say mean, but like, I was definitely like vindictive. See, I never like, I don't think I ever like got anybody back. I also bo- broke a girl's thong in class. Why? Because you pulled on it and it broke? I did. <laughs> Um, we were like in English class or something and it, this is my sophomore year and, um, she bent over in front of me and it was just fucking whale tail and the intrusive thought one where I just reached over and I just fucking yanked it and snapped it. <laughs> I got attention for that too. Well, yeah. Yeah. I almost got suspended once because we would get in trouble if we didn't turn in our homework. I think this is in like eighth grade and our punishment was a quiet lunch. Did you ever have anything like this? A quiet lunch? Yeah, they forced you to eat eat your lunch alone at a table separate from all the other kids. I don't know if we had... I mean, I know we had stuff like that, but I don't think yeah. we had a quiet lunch. Yeah, but I was like, lunch is my only time to like... You're like, out, this is when I fucking out, shine. Like, literally <laughs> hang out with the people I want to hang out with, fucking eat food, because... <laughs> I'm fat kid. Right. And like, I was not about to have that moment ruined for me. So I kept skipping it because there was nobody like in the cafeteria really like enforcing this. Yeah. Like they just told you like, that's where you're supposed to sit. Like the tea, like our teacher would walk us down to the lunchroom and sit us down at like where we're supposed to sit. But then she left because she has like a planning period or whatever she had. Yeah. And so as soon as she left, like, I would just get up and go sit with my people. Like, I was like, fuck you. I don't care. No, we had assigned seating until high school. Seriously? Yeah, it was, like, broken up in grades. Well, we had assigned seating for, like, because every grade had a different period for lunch. And we had assigned tables, I think. So in my eighth grade year, we did have one table that was assigned to, like, a specific group of kids. But I think the people I was assigned with, like, I liked them, so. No, it was, like, um, like two tables would be, like, for sixth graders and two tables would be seventh graders. And then two tables will be for eighth graders. But they were all, we were literally all in the same cafeteria. We were just separated by grades. Yeah. And I remember if you would get up to go talk, because like I said, my grade school was was small. So of course I had friends in like sixth and seventh grade. 
And so if you would get up from your table to go talk to a, a different grade, it was like fucking World War Three. Yeah. And it was, I was like, are you serious? Like, mm-hmm. we're not in class. I see these people at recess and lunch only. Like, yeah. what the fuck? But right. no, they would like yell at you to sit down and like all kinds of stupid shit. No, but I, the the one time that our teacher came back down to the lunchroom for something, I don't remember what it was, but she saw me not sitting at the table and she lost it. She pulled me out of the lunchroom, sat me down in front of the principal's office. And like, I sat there the whole rest of the lunch period. And like she said, like she had mentioned, like having me suspended, and for I, not sitting at a table. Yeah, shut up. And like I didn't even go to the next period. Like the rest of the kids went to like art class or whatever it was, and I was still sitting there, and I didn't know what the hell was gonna happen. And I don't actually even remember what happened, <laughs> to be completely honest, because it was such a long time ago. But I don't think I ever got suspended. I don't think I've ever been. I think I got suspended. But I have. I've had plenty of Saturday schools. See, I had an in-school suspension one time, and it was I've, because yeah. I skipped school. But I've had plenty. And this was, once again, my junior year. Like, I just moved up here. So I was skipping a lot of classes and doing a lot of dumb shit. So I probably deserved all the Saturday schools I got. Yeah. But, like, I remember doing dumb shit in high school. I like, didn't do that um, much dumb shit. M- my favorite story from high school. Mm-hmm. You ready? I had this Spanish teacher really 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 hot okay like long blonde hair nice ass like i was loving it okay mm-hmm. only class i was getting an a in only class yeah and um i had a saturday school and she was like the what are they called supervisor they, or something. yeah like they she was like running it or whatever yeah and she's like okay you guys can write notes to each other just don't you know get out loud get out of hand or loud yeah so at the time ti song whatever you like was real big okay so i was quoting it and i was like yeah she can get whatever she likes blah 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 blah. well then she collected the notes oh no okay so she collected this note and i'm like fuck so then monday morning rolls around and i get pulled into the principal's office yeah and it's my mother the principal the teacher and myself all in this little conference room yeah okay and they're saying that um, they have to move me out of this classroom because they don't want anything inappropriate to happen and it's for the safety of me and the safety of the teacher. Oh, okay. God. And my mom, if you've ever met my mom, my mom mm-hmm. is a very just blunt person. Yeah. She just fucking tells you how it is. Yeah. Well, my mom looks at the teacher, looks at me, looks back at the teacher and says, well, I would fuck you too. And I about fucking, I about died. I was like, I was dying of laughter. I was so embarrassed. I looked at my mom and I said, I'm going to leave now. I will be at home when you get home. It's so funny. And I literally just remember walking out of the office and walking to the Arby's that was in front of the high school. Yeah. And just sitting in Arby's waiting for my mom to pick me up because like I couldn't be in the same room anymore. I was like, I can't do this. It was the only class I was passing. Like, why would you take it me out of it? The only class I was <laughs> That's all that I'm I was getting an A. That is too funny. I'm dead. And so they took me out of that class and then put me in an honor Spanish class. Yeah. And this teacher was straight from the Dominican or Puerto Rico or wherever. Yeah. So she had a very thick accent. Yeah. But while she's teaching me Spanish, she's learning Chinese. Okay. So now she's making mixing Spanish and her Chinese class together. Oh, God. 
And I remember being so fucking confused. And, of course, me being an asshole in high school, I got pulled out of her classroom. Yeah. And she's yelling at me, and I can't understand her. Right. And I asked her for her green card. And then I was in the principal's office for two weeks. I <laughs> and I, looking back, that was a dick move. Like, I never should have done that. But I was mad. And I was like, where's your green card? I can't even understand you. Where's your green card? And she's like, go to the office. Go to the office. And I was like, fuck. So then they took me out of that Spanish class. I've been in three Spanish classes in, this is in like, one year. And they put me in the next level honor Spanish class. And that was the hottest teacher of them all. It was the last Spanish class. And I was like, all right, I'll sit in here. I'll learn some Spanish. I don't Just give a fuck. keep your mouth shut. And- right. I learned my lesson. I was like, I'm going to sit here and stare at her while she teaches me Spanish and not say a single fucking thing. I passed that Spanish class. Just fine. There you go. I was like, are you kidding me? Honestly, looking back, the classes I did the best in were the ones that had the hottest teachers. Thank you. Thank you. They were very engaging. <laughs> There's something. <laughs> Although I was, I will say the one history um, class that I took it was an history honor. teachers. It was an honor. Yeah. For, what is wrong with history <coughs> teachers? Why are they all so hot? Um, my history teachers were always the football coaches. Yes, exactly. What the? No, both like of the, the history like, teachers that I had were both the football coaches. Like the old football coaches, though, like the ones with like the beer bellies that have been coaching for like years. Mine weren't. What? Apparently, were I like, went to the wrong school. Then mine were like. 38-year-olds with, like, huge arms and, like... No, not mine. He was an old man. That was the best thought. history class I ever had, though. He was really fun. I was going to say, I loved my history classes. Although, the one, I'm going to say, the one AP history class that they I took because I did so well the year before in history. Yes. I got straight A's the whole, time, the whole thing. And so they were like, oh, well, AP history, like, honors history, like, college sure. credit history. Yeah. I was like, yeah, why not? I mean, I did fine the first time flunked it like <laughs> horror like so bad the first like quarter i was doing so so horribly and i was trying so hard and i just gave up so i literally did not turn in a single thing the rest of the year i never like anytime tests were handed out i turned them back in blank like yeah. i did not do a single thing i think i only took two honor classes i took an honor spanish and an honors bio mm-hmm and I remember the biology teacher being so fucking weird. Like, he would bird watch during test. Mm-hmm. And then he would look up... He was, like, a trumpet player or something. So he would look up the mouthpieces for trumpets <laughs> while we were taking tests. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, this is so weird, man. I And those are the only two honors classes I took. The rest of I was just, like, skating by. I was like, cool. Yeah. Yeah, I took that honors history class, failed it. And I also took chemistry, which wasn't an honors chemistry, but, like kids either took they went from biology to chemistry or they went biology to like earth science i think it was yeah. which they did they covered a little bit of oh earth God. science did and a little you, bit of chemistry did you have a poetry class i think that was like one of the like i had a legit poetry class i think they made and an i was like it, but i did not take it why why what am i ever going to use poetry in my whole entire life i'm not fucking robert frost here like i yeah. don't mm. i don't even know if robert frost does poetry he just sounds like a really cool guy. <laughs> that probably... sounds about right. I wasn't going to question you. See, I just hey, say it with confidence and it just it yeah. doesn't matter. <laughs> no, but I'm pretty sure Robert Frost is how it may be. I don't know. What are those? Whatever. Um, yeah, and I failed my chemistry class horribly, too. Yeah, I didn't even attempt chemistry class. <gasps> See, I like did chemistry really, really class. well. Like, or, like, I tried to do really, really well, but I just was failing, and I think it was just because the teacher was the teacher, literally I, the worst. 
And, you know, I should... She couldn't explain a damn thing. You don't... I don't ever want to blame teachers, because, like, teachers try their best, too. But, like, you got to give us something to look at or do. Like, not every every student learns a different way. Right, exactly. Like, I, I cannot read a book or comprehend anything in a book. But if you yeah. show me how to do it and I do it... Yeah. I got it. Right. And then... So I failed that chemistry class, and then the next year I had to take the earth science or whatever it was. I can't remember. But they did, like, half the year was chemistry, half the year was, like, physical science or something like that. And I got straight A's the whole way through. (laughs) But it was a different teacher. And I'm pretty sure it was just, like, that teacher just knew what the fuck she was doing. It's just different teaching styles and teaching jobs. Yeah. I don't know. I'm just trying to figure out all the other stupid shit I did in high school. This was in chemistry class, too. We were taking tests, and she said, after the test, you guys can pass notes. Yeah. So my dumbass fell for it again oh. and wrote notes. <laughs> and she collected them oh because I'm fucking dumb and didn't learn my lesson the first time. And of course, we're See, talking about her. That's just like her. legitimate, like. Being set up. We were being like, set up for failure. Being, right, set up by a teacher <laughs> to, like, gain information. Yeah. Like, that's fucking shifty. So, um,. Of course, it was collected at the end of the, the fucking test. And I, I see. I just like, turn it in. I, I was would, like, whatever. I like, I don't really fucking care. Um, but the, she turned into the principal. So me and my friend um, at the time had to go into the principal's office. And the principal was reading this note to us. Okay. And um, <laughs> there's this one part. And I, I'm trying to be like straight face as possible. Right. <laughs> and the principal looks at the note and she goes... This part said, suck my invisible left nut. And your principal is telling you to suck your left invisible nut. I about died. I couldn't even handle it. I was like. (laughs) No, I wouldn't have been able to. And she kept repeating the same line. I was like, can you please stop saying that? Like, I get it. Like, I get that we wrote that. But can you stop? She knew it was pure comedy. She was just reading it back to you for her was pure comedy. I was like, stop it. (laughs) So me and my friend are like laughing in the office. Like, we couldn't even handle it. And she was like, you guys should get Saturdays for this. I was like, no, we shouldn't. For talking? For speaking? I was like, we were told we were allowed to write notes. I didn't know yeah. she was going to collect it. Yeah. If that was the case, I would have wrote a lot worse. And she was like, you can go back to class now. I was like, thank you. <laughs> like, I, I don't know. I, I think in high school years, you start testing people and you start testing yeah. waters. And you d- develop this sense of fuck you attitude. Yeah. And well, I definitely had that in high school. Well, by the, by the end of my senior year, I definitely did. Because like... Senior year, I think everybody has that. Yeah. I didn't do shit senior year. I don't either. Fuck that. I didn't either. That's probably why I didn't but go to college. <laughs> I got I got out of a lot of my, um, like my, uh, what do you call them? The final tests of the class or whatever? The finals. final exams, finals. yeah. I got out of a lot of my finals because if you got double A's the last two semesters, you didn't have to take the final. So a lot, and I my senior year, I only had, I think, my last semester, like, four classes because I just didn't have that much left to do. To graduate. Well, so, aren't you just super smart? So I had, like, my last two periods were free periods, so I just went home early every day. But, like, I got, like, and I would get yelled at for leaving the building because, like, they thought I was, like, skipping class or something. Yeah. And I just kept ignoring people. Like, I would start yelling at me, like, as I'm, like, walking out of the school, and I'm like, I, what am I going to do? Explain to you every day that I fucking leave early? Just get a sign. Leave says, me alone. Last two periods are free. Peace. Yeah. Like. And then, like, I would text in the hallway. 
I mean, I would text all the time. But yeah. like, if I was texting in the hallway, I would have teachers like screaming and yelling at me in the hallway to put my phone away. And I just ignored them and kept walking. What are they going to do? Chase me and down listen, in the hallway? And guess what? We didn't have keyboards, okay? We was T9 in these bitches. No, by the end of my senior year, I did have a full keyboard. I had a QWERTY keyboard. Oh, one of those phones that's like... The little sidekicks. Yes. Yeah, or not sidekick. What was it? Uh, it was an LG Scoop. I had an orange... I don't know what it was. I had Mine an orange purple, LG though. Scoop. I had the orange one. You had a purple one. Okay. I did. And, um, but listen, up until senior year, we used T9 in bitches. Oh, I know. Counting numbers and shit. Mm-hmm. I remember seeing the girls. I bet you this... I can out, I can out text a kid right now. Oh, hundred percent. hundred percent. But I do remember seeing like <laughs> the cool kids, like the cool, like bougie girls with their like coach purses and they had the, um, the ones that flipped up. Yeah. The sidekicks. No, not the sidekicks. What were they? Well, the L- LG Envy. Yes, NB but when the sidekicks came out, yeah, I know. like that was a huge thing too. Yeah, I, I wanted a sidekick. Yes, so bad. Never got one. No, I didn't either. Bitches. I got the scoop. I did get a BlackBerry though. Oh, yeah, I didn't have a BlackBerry. I think the end of my senior year, I finally got a smartphone, and that was. Um, People are listening to me like, "What the fuck's a BlackBerry?" <laughs> <laughs> That's dead technology, everybody. <laughs> no, I got a um. The first, like, droid, the Motorola droid that came out. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I had that, like, the last and week the answer, of high school. And the answer, droid. Droid. Yeah. That was your that messaging thing. thing. was a big-ass piece of shit. Let me tell you. Oh, yeah. Android phones in general, I think, are just giant. That's a hot topic, I think. I'm an <laughs> iPhone user. But I've done both, so. I've done, me too. <laughs> <laughs> You're talking about something completely different. So, I think, to just to recap... The friends you had in elementary school are not going to be your friends for life. Right. So don't get too attached. Don't get caught up in all the drama right now. I don't want to say right now. If, if you're, grade school students listen, are if you're under 18 podcast, and you're listening to this, stop. Don't listen to this. Fucking quit while you're ahead. <laughs> if you are under 18, please, please ask a parent before. And all the adults listening, if you're not friends with anybody from high school or grade school, that's Congratulations, probably fine. you're great. You're probably better off. Yeah. Let me be honest with you. Make you some know, adult I friends. You know, I do wish, I do wish that we could make friends like we did in, in elementary school. Yeah, like, well, it's harder to do. making friends as an adult fucking sucks. I mean, I have work friends, but, like, that's kind of, I feel like where that's it ends a lot. nine to five, like. Right. Right. I mean, I have seen a few of them outside of work, but I feel like it's really hard to push that boundary from work friend to, like, friend friend. Right. It's really hard to get there. Yeah. Because so many of us have our own lives that we go home to and friends that we go home to. Right. That it's like, you're my friend at work, but then I don't necessarily need to have you after that. Right. But. And I just, I don't know how to like introduce work friends to life friends. Does that make sense? Yeah. Work friends to life friends. I don't know. I'm just saying that. These people I have had that, work friends that turn into life friends, but that was when I was younger. And I'm actually not friends with most yeah, people like, anymore. People are put in your lives when they need to be put in your lives. Yeah. And the most important people stay. Right. And I think that's what you learn as an adult. That's what you need to focus on is that the people who matter will stay. Right. The other people are just blimps on the radar. Right. And not to get, like, overwhelmed with whatever is happening at that time. Exactly. Let's talk about next week. Yeah, what are we going to do next week? Oh, God. What do we want to do next week? I don't know. Thank you for all for listening. Um, you know, try not to do the dumb stuff we did. Um, we'll talk to you guys all in the next one. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> Bye, everybody. <laughs>